Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Well, that's it. Another swing done and dusted. Um, time to go home. A little bit of news to get through, so we're going to get straight in it. I'm going to pack up, get all my stuff sorted, and get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, hope you're all well on this Wednesday morning, and you've had a good sleep if you're waking up, or if it's still nighttime wherever you are in the world, because everyone's from everywhere uh, nowadays. Uh, I do appreciate you stopping by, so thanks for popping in. Now, don't forget, today Adobe Max kicks off, or it should should be, yeah, 21st, so it should be today Adobe Max kicks off. I think I mentioned it yesterday, uh, that you, can, you should be able to still register to get in there. It's free, heaps of awesome stuff for creators, uh, learning, Photoshop, Lightroom, Premiere, all that sort of stuff. Anything to do with Adobe, uh, After Effects, all that amazing stuff that they provide. If you've got a if you've got a membership with them, well, you get some value out of it and go along and watch a couple of seminars. Uh, you don't have to see everything, but there's something there for everyone. I've got a heap I've marked off. I know I'm not going to be able to watch them all. There's way too much there, uh, but if I can pick up a couple of things and learn a couple of little tricks and tips, well, then it's going to make it all worthwhile. And it's free, so it's just a bargain. You can't beat that. To get that knowledge is always good. Knowledge is power, and that's what it makes it easy. Um, I don't know how many times I've picked up one simple trick that saved me anywhere up to 20 minutes to half an hour in doing a, doing a, a job on Premiere. So definitely always good, and definitely go check it out. So very cool from Adobe to do that for free. They probably didn't have to, but because of COVID, it's, we have had some positives. So very cool. Now, this week's video will be Pack Saddle Star Trails. I attempted a bit of a Star Trail and it's come up pretty good. The Star Trail is not a massive one. Uh, I only had a couple of hours on a certain, I got one chance or one night and it was a work night, so I couldn't stay out all night. Um, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. It, there was some little breaks in between them and I think that's because with the M50, you don't have an envelometer. Uh, so you can't have that sort of perfect stop, start, stop, start sort of scenario. And then, then when you merge them, they don't really, so they can join up. So, but I'm pretty happy with how, well, my first proper effort at doing it, I'm pretty happy with how it worked out. Um, most importantly, it was, I got a reflection off a beautiful bit of water. It was dead calm, flat, no wind at all, super clear night. So I've got like a, a dual star trail. I've got the star trail in the sky and then the star trail in the water. So I think that sort of made up for the fact it's probably not the most cleanest, neatest, nine, ten or six or seven hour one where I'd, I just couldn't do that. I just didn't have the time, unfortunately. But <clears throat> as well as that, I got some really nice Milky Way shots as well with the stars reflecting off the water. So it worked out a really good shoot. It's not a huge video. Uh, I'm nearly just about done cleaning it all up and get it done. But I'm pretty happy with the photos that come out of it. So it should be pretty good. I'll probably do a premiere Friday night for that one. Once I get some get stuff sorted at home, I've got to do some backyard, all the life stuff we've got to do every day. Uh, once I get all that sorted and get some stuff Friday, I've got to go and do shoot a video Friday. So that'll give me a chance to just premiere that on Friday night once I've had a bit of tucker. So look forward to catching you definitely Friday night for that premiere. So it should be a good video this week. Um, Photoshop released a new feature last night. Now, you, we've had Luminar. Um, I've got the Luminar 4 on my... I've, I bought that and I thought I'd give it a crack. And it worked out like really good. And it's good that it's an add-in into Photoshop so you can directly go and use it. Well, Photoshop obviously, I guess, had enough of Luminar taking their funder. 
they've come out with a new feature overnight and should be an update. So if you haven't updated already, go and update. And if you go down to your edit, you can basically now automatically add in Sky, change your Sky on any photo you want, like that, exactly like Luminar 4. So I thought that was pretty cool. And the added ability uh, where you can go and take photos of your own Skies and then add them in to your collection of Skies. Now the difference being is with Luminar, you have to pay for the extra packages to get those skies. So now if you go out and there's a beautiful sunset and there's nothing else, go and take a photo of that sunset with those clouds because then you can use that as stock there to use to put into other photos when you need it to suit. So I thought that was really cool. It's a handy feature. I mean, it's there's a lot of people that get upset when you change stuff in there, but I think if you're up front and tell them straight up, and if you've got a really nice photo that just needs a little cloud or a little something and, and that makes the difference and it, it makes it a really nice photo, then yeah, definitely, look, it's your choice, it's your money, do it. Uh, as long as in all photography, we in everything in life, I guess, you're not going to keep everyone happy. You've got people that are just, no, no, films it. <laughs> so yeah, you're never going never gonna to change their minds. That's their choice too. So that's life. But I think it's good that Photoshop's whacked it in and the fact that it doesn't cost you any extra and then you can add in your own skies and just sort of, you've got an endless palette, I guess, of skies to, to work with. And it's just as simple as AI. I watched uh, uh, PH Learn. He does some great Photoshop stuff. He talked about it and it was just, he was just going bang, bang, changing in between them. So it was really, really cool. So go check that out. Now, uh, Xiaomi uh, has come out with a new wireless charger. They're saying it's the, the fastest wireless charger you can get at the moment. It's an 80-watt wireless charger, and it'll zero to 100% on a 4,000 milliamp battery in 19 minutes, which is just insane. That's uh, super, super mega fast, uh, especially now Apple's gone pretty much into the wireless realm. Um, their charger that they've brought out, we're going to talk little bit about that in a sec um, but yeah Xiaomi 80 watt charger wireless big stuff in the wireless game it's all going wireless now so it's uh, having a fast charge or something decent than a epoxy little 12 or 18 watt one is a hell of a lot better it makes a big difference I'm definitely now speaking of chargers Apple's MagSafe charger puck has come out that released there's a few videos last night testing that and look, it uh, it all. I guess it all depends on what you want and what you want, how you want to go about it. Um, I find my phone, and I've got a knockable down here. I should be able to show you. I've had this knockable one, just a little power brick that I can just sit my phone on since I got the iPhone 10, and it's never missed a beat. It's got a digital display, tells me everything. It's got USBs, perfect. Yeah, it doesn't magnetically attach. But the big difference is, and the problem I think you'll find with the Apple one is, uh, I can go pick my phone straight up. And I think that's what uh, Lou later said that as well. I think he said it sort of best that, yeah, it's magnetic and it, it, mag it attaches to your case. But when you want to use it, it's got a cord attached. So now you're picking it up. If you go to pick it up one-handed, you can't. You've got to use two hands to get your phone every time. Which is a pain. You might as well have a cord. Exactly the same as having a cord, two hands two hands. Uh, it is, I guess, handy if you wanted to pick it up while it's charging and still use it. Um, but generally, I think most people are like me, I would assume, whereas you use it for the day, 
And at the end of the day, you chuck it on your bedside table, whack it on the charger, wake up, you got a day's charge. That's the way I sort of use my phone. I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a large majority on that similar sort of program. Your heavy users, are, yeah, they might want to do it, but then they've got to be, it's only a three-foot cord too, so you've got to be sitting right next to it. So you might as well just go and buy one of these portable suckers. Now, having said that, there's a heap like Xiaomi that have just come out and they're making these amazing 80-watt chargers. Um, Mouse, uh, who does... The, as far as I'm concerned, the best covers that make a phone pretty much indestructible. Uh, they've got wireless chargers coming by Christmas. They'll be out. We've just seen Peak Design come out with their wireless charging system and magnetic system as well. So you've got them, plus you've got um, plenty of others out there, I'm sure. So that one was a, uh, a knockable, my one, and I'm sure there's a thousand other different we've seen before. Um, and I think it's a lot better being able to just pick it up. Now, you, you can get away with this, I guess, with a normal phone and, and um, without the magnets in. But once you get that magnets in, is it going to stick to your normal charges? And I think that's the, the biggest thing. And when M. Uh, Marquez Brownlee had the wallet on the back, he couldn't charge through the wallet to the phone. So with the case on and the wallet, he couldn't get a charge through. So... That was a little disappointing, so you you definitely can't do that. Um, so a little, there's a few little things I think they're finding with those magnets. It's not at all roses and champagne. Um, the wallet side one, I think, does the other one that was a little bit disappointing, where, yeah, it sits on there, but the magnets aren't super mega strong, and Marquez tried to put it in his pocket like two times, and the wallet just slid straight off, which is the last thing you need to lose is your wallet. So... Um, yeah, pretty interesting in that space. I don't think we're going to hear the end of it, but <clears throat> it's not a, all negative because, as I said, you've got your Peak Designs come out with that whole mobile system yesterday, uh, which has got really good magnets. It's a full solid system around the mobile. They've got the wireless charging for your car, which is another place you're going to use it a lot, which is really important for those business users in and out of a car whack it straight on a magnet charger on your dash and, and that's going to get charged. That's really good. I think that's definitely where you're going to use it a lot and it's a little bit better set up. So I think that's a, it's not as bad as it was, but that Apple one, I'd probably steer clear of that. Now, the other thing, those cases, uh, Lou had them there. He had the full set for $69 Canadian. Uh, that's basically 70 bucks Australian for a friggin' poxy, poxy generic case just so it's got the magnets in it. And really, are you going to put a $2,000 phone in a crappy basic Apple case? I don't think so. So I don't think they're going to sell... Oh, I wouldn't imagine you'd be silly enough to go and buy them when you can go and buy a Moose one, which has got the magnets in and all, all that set up already done. You've got the Peak Design, which is already there. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more come out with the similar sort of setup now that Apple's sort of gone that route. So it'd be very interesting. <clears throat> Our three-legged thing has come out with two new tripods. Uh, I don't even know because I've got them packed in the bag. Albert, uh, there's a new one. It's a heavy-duty sucker. There's a 32mm diameter frame, and that's uh, Nikki. And both are rated to 60 kilos, and they, they can be both video and photography. Uh, they're pretty crazy bits of gear. 32 mils for Nikki. Uh, that's that's a massive uh, carbon fiber leg and he goes up to 1.56 meters 
and a minimum of 124 mils, so 12, 12 centimeters. So that's really tiny. They can pretty much lay flat and that strong legs, so super good for heavy if you're running a video camera on the on on location or you've got some a big telephoto lens and you're sitting it on there and doing some astro work or something like that. I think it'd be really cool. Uh, that comes in at 2.4 kilos and 700 pounds. So they're not, they're not cheap, but they're built to last. And I've found that with my Elbert that I know this thing's going to last me a heck of a long time. It's just, They're just tremendous build quality. So very cool. And that's pre-order at the moment. And that's coming out in 12 days. And then the other one is a Tommy. That's not due out for another 41 days. That's 729 pounds, and basically the really only difference is a 35 mil leg and a 1.62 meter height uh, and a 156 mil uh, lower. So it's a little little bit taller, but it doesn't go as low. Similar sort of weight, 2.6 kilos, 60 kilo weight. Uh, yeah, very, very cool bit of gear. So they've come in a choice of either the shell of flat mount or a, like the, a dome shaped mount so you can put different uh, head units on it so whatever suits your camera style so look they're going to be tremendous bits of gear they're not cheap 700 pounds which is basically 1400 bucks australian they're top end sort of gear uh, they're built for the professional if you are looking for some of that and you're in the professional market well then definitely go check these out you will not be sorry i'm i'm super happy with my three-legged thing tripod and uh, I couldn't imagine not having it now. So um, I, no problems recommending them as a good quality option for you when you look for your next one. Now, DJI, um, there was the Osmo Pocket, as, as we suggested in the last couple of days. We, we, it was all about that. Then the rumors rolled straight out like two days out. And then yesterday we got the basically the full rumored specs. Well, the videos the video dropped from DJI. Yes, it was the Osmo Pocket, and then all the reviews come out. So it was good good to be able a to get the specs and then get guys first hand reviews straight up on it. And first initial reports, uh, check out Potato Jet and Matty Hoppier on it. Uh, both like really, oh, not like mega impressed. It's not a airy Siri cinema camera or anything, but they, I think they were pretty impressed with the quality. The gimbal worked really well. Um, the features on it worked really well, all the accessories, and it's got a ton of accessories. Um, and that's where it really shines compared to the last series model, I think. It's got 4K 60. Um, it's got a new lens and sensor. We heard about that now. The, it's an f1.8 on that. It's got a normal 20mm lens. Uh, you can get a little wide angle lens to clip straight on with magnets, and that'll take it out to 15mm, and that's really ideal if you end up vlog. Uh, Potato Jet that had that on, he showed the difference between the 20mm and the 15 and the 15 was a lot better. Basically give him from here, about here up, and then he'd give him a little bit of headroom from about there to there, I reckon, with the 15mm on. So I think that was a really good thing to have that little extra lens available for it. Uh, it's got Active Track 3.0, that worked out pretty well. It did struggle a little bit when they moved fast. Both of them sort of did a lot of different stuff in that regards. And uh, it worked well, but just yeah, if you're going really quick and jumping back and forward, it did the gimbal, just the gimbal moving. I think it could track, but the gimbal just sort of getting there wasn't like just ridiculously. I think you can adjust the speeds of that gimbal and from into sport mode and stuff, but uh, just that's the only sort of thing they did mention about it. Uh, it's got a one point uh, one and one in, 
one one and one point seven inch sensor, which is the new one. Sixty four megapixel uh, photos now, so that's gone up. So that should be pretty good. It also works well with that panorama system you can use. You can do a three by three by three to make a big panorama. You just set it up and it does it all for you. So that's a pretty cool uh, aspect of it. 4K 60, it'll do HDR video, which didn't look real flash. Uh, Potato Jet did a bit on that, and it wasn't real super amazing. It does have eight times zoom. It's not ridiculous. It's sort of handy if you're here and maybe in the room and you want to zoom into something small in the room or in your general area. It's probably quite handy. If you want to go for big distance, it's just not it's just not designed as that sort of camera, I guess as you mean. Now it does have stereo record sound built in, but the other good feature of it was part of the accessories, you could put on an extension tube which had basically a wireless microphone, which basically very much similar to the Rode Wireless Go system. Uh, clip it on and you've got the dead cat on there and that all comes with it. And the sound definitely improved with that. So that was good to see. <clears throat> them thinking a lot about that uh, fantastic if you are setting it down on the bench and you want to be over in a scene or something talking about something pointing and not not holding it and you can sit there and talk and not have to worry about a big 20-foot cord of lavalier microphone stuff so that was pretty cool I thought um, now you can adjust the sound as well so you had three different options so you could basically point it to me and lock it onto me for the sound you could get the surround sound you could get it so it follows you and you could also get a zoom in sound so if you're zooming in or coming in on someone it's going to isolate more and more off for that sound and just sort of set sets you up oh yeah so that was pretty cool some really good features in that um, now it's got the a, a big handle that you're going to add on, add your phone on and do all that and control it from. That was pretty cool. Um, it's got a little joystick now. So instead of buttons, it's got a little joystick so you can control the gimbal that way. That was pretty cool. There's a full waterproof case, which I think, I'm pretty sure they had on the last one. So that's there again. Um, the wide angle lens, which I think is a necessity. And that'll come in the creator kit. They've got two kits, a general and then a creator kit. Uh, I think you probably want to go to the creator kit straight off. It is a little bit extra. I'll talk about the price in a sec. Um, there's a charging case which will give you 1.5 times charges and it'll also hold your ND filters, your SD or your lightning adapter and other bits and pieces. So that was cool. Uh, there's a controller wheel. So a wheel type, gimbal type scenario controller you can get as, as an add-on accessory. A tripod which comes in the creator kit, ND filters up to uh, 32, and an extension rod. So that was one that gives you a little bit of extension. You can clip it in, clip your phone on, and stand back here and just control it all as one. So, so it does have a lot of accessories, and it doesn't. It looks like a pretty cool bit of kit. Uh, the create the basic set is 600 bucks Australian, and it's 800 dollars for the creator kit. But that creator kit gives you everything except the extension rod. So there's pretty much, it's going to give you a lot. It's, you're going to get the ND filters in there and all the stuff that you can make a really good video with. If you have used the last one, I think if you're going to get the creator kit, I think the upgrade's probably worthwhile. I'm not sure. I'm, and that'll definitely be a big thing, for, A, for sound, because you can get that wireless mic now. That's going to make a big difference to you. And then the other stuff, you can already get ND filters and other bits and pieces. 
but uh, the wide angle lens, the wheel, the adjustable wheel controls for the gimbals on the joystick, you can't get that for the old one. So this definitely is going to be an improvement over that last model. So I think it's definitely worthwhile. I think they'll do pretty well. As I said, there's a, a, it's pocketable. You put it in a little case. So if you're doing a hike, you, you're definitely not going to run out of battery. Easy to chuck into your camera bag. It's not going to take up a heap of room. Uh, probably a good option. Go check it out, DJI. And that's about it. Um, yeah. Uh, so little little bits of fun there. It said, don't forget Adobe Max. If you haven't signed up, see if you can get. I'm not sure if you can sign up now that it starts today, but go check it out today. Uh, definitely worthwhile if you have if you're paying for that a monthly subscription, get some value out of it. Go check it out. If you learn one thing, well then it's paid for itself, which is free. It's free anyway, or you're paying for it anyway through your subscription. But so it's not free realistically, but you're gonna get some value out of it if you even get one good thing that can help you become a better today than you were yesterday. That sounds fair. Rightio, <laughs> I will see you all tomorrow, Thursday. Have a great day. At, yeah, Thursday might be a little afternoon. I've got to do the back, top dress the backyard. So I'll see you tomorrow afternoon. Cool. Rightio, thanks for stopping by and great to see you all again. Rightio, we'll be coming that way. That way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.